Welcome to the Pam and Cam podcast, where we're all about, what are we all about, girl? Uh, Lessons learned and experiences. experiences. Sharing our lessons learned and experiences. We are so excited to be doing this because Mm -hmm. there's just so much life and sharing to go around. And we're going to try and be as real, down to earth, and examples through our Christian walk. And guess what, y'all? This is our very first podcast. So we're really excited. Um, The Pam and Cam show, just like do this together. Something we've been talking about, like what, a little bit over a year now, right, Camille? It's definitely been a year. Yeah, so long time coming. So we're super excited. A newbies to this, but we're going to be true to this. You feel me? So, yeah. I feel like God has been so faithful because we've done so many things from Mm -hmm. events. Yeah. People listening will will get to know more about what we've done in the past. Exactly. Just on this topic of God's faithfulness, I thought it would be great to start off this podcast just talking about our journey to faith, coming to Christ, and see where the conversation goes from there. Yeah, and I totally agree. And I think like as we talk about like our life journey, like even introducing a little bit of ourselves, like I'm Pam and that's Cam for those that don't know us. They're like, which one is which? What's your full name though? Pamela. Pamela Shamari. <laughs> so like even like introducing a little bit about yourself and mm-hmm. like how your your faith walk with God has grown or matured, you know, I'll just let you kind of go okay, for it. Okay. So I would say my life is a testimony that mm-hmm. God has always had me. Amen. That's so, so good. When you say had me, what do you mean by that? What I mean is even in seasons when I wasn't walking closely with God, he was walking closely with me. I like that. Yeah, catch that. <laughs> so my family's Christian. Okay, def- cool. I would say we grew Same. up Christian, mm-hmm. but not traditional. Okay. Truthfully speaking, my dad worked three jobs. He worked wow. his nine to five That's as an architect. He worked weekends as an architect at Home Depot. And I think he had a side hustle at a gas station. I'm not sure. But long story short, my mom would actually drop us kids off. Mm-hmm. At Sunday school, mm-hmm. while she would get groceries in. I wow. feel like God just gives blessing to parents. They may not be into going to church, but that wisdom my mother had to like say, yeah. I'm going to drop my children off, even if I'm elsewhere. Mm. That's God used that, obviously, because you're Literally. here walking with him. Now you're walking with him closely. Before he was walking closely, you weren't. Come on. You know? <laughs> That's how I got saved. It Amen. was one Sunday. That's so good. Me, my older brother, yeah. younger sister, I'm a middle child. We were in service. Team oldest. <laughs> and my brother, like a big brother, one day, I can remember the gesture. They did the altar call at the end. Yeah. And he's like 12. I'm nine. My sister is barely six or five. Yeah. And he just goes like, we're going to the altar call. We're getting saved today. Aww. And we just followed my Shout me and my bro. baby sister. Mm-hmm. And we gave our life, and I would say that's when I got saved. Mm -hmm. Of course, I never went through the discipleship class. I was young, so it was kind of just like saved. And I know in moments of my life how, like everyone goes through up and down journey, why it's important to have that discipleship. But my journey is still my journey, and I'm proud of it. So long story short... There's a difference between being saved and then when you have an encounter. Right. Tell yes. us the difference. <laughs> I would say 
as a child, I always loved being in Sunday school. Yeah. I just felt so much peace. All the kids are smiling. You Did get you have snacks. vacation Bible school? Did you I would beg my mom to take me to vacation, yeah, vacation Bible, Bible school. school lit. I, that's what I say. Like it one. was natural for me. Yeah, I'm not knocking. Everyone's gonna grow up differently. Yeah, but a part of my appreciation for, in the unique way I grew up, mm. I can say that it was always real because church was not forced on us kids. Yeah, me wanting to go to Bible camp, it was authentic. So fast nice. forward to high school now. Everyone knows high school is a different ball game. You're still trying to find yourself. Yes, yeah, kids can be a little mean. So I remember just crying out one day. I went into the stalls, the nasty high school bathroom Ew, stalls. With the gum and <laughs> yes. And I shopping. literally kneeled over to the toilet, just sobbing. Not in the toilet. Kneeled over. I'm trying to picture. I'm trying to visualize too, the like, because I'm such a germaphobe. What was I really doing? <laughs> um, down. My girl was down bad. I was just down. I was down mm -hmm. crying. Just that pressure of being an adolescent. I was like, Lord, like, Were you an athlete at this time too? I was playing uh, high school yeah, basketball. Yeah, so that's like a whole yeah. another added pressure. Absolutely. I, think, I said, Jesus, I feel so alone. Ooh. Please bless me with real friends. Wow. I, you know, at the time, I don't want to feel like I have to be this way or that way. Exactly. I just want to be me and find friends mm -hmm. that will love me for me. Pam, I have never struggled with friendships since then. Wow. Shout out to my two besties from Virginia. Shout the out. college friends I've made later. I call you my covenant sister. It is looking very good. He answered that prayer. He answered that prayer and I got to taste mm -hmm. what it means to have an experience. Cause it was like, as I was weeping in that stall, mm, Jesus so was hugging good. me back. Aww. And so I guess transitioning to how- Can I say something right there? Absolutely. So if you all need like an experience, high school bathroom stalls. <laughs> I don't know how she. We may put like we may try to draw like a picture, like how the actual was. position. Like what? That's my where your encounter in is. Or, no, yeah, if you're not in a high school bathroom stall. What are you doing? Go ahead. If sorry. you want them to hear, yeah. <laughs> but um, now <laughs> let's talk about college really quick. Okay. I grew up with in an African culture, oh, so Nigerian. Oh, yes, ma'am. And so <laughs> I'll share my accent. Maybe as y'all get to know me later. Right now we're gonna play cool, but okay. um. I was ready to turn up in college like everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Just went through being in my strict African household. Yeah. I didn't want to be reckless, but I was ready to go to parties. I was ready to find my little boyfriend, live like, live my life. But God shut it all down. <laughs> Long story short, I ended up getting a scholarship to play at a division two okay. Christian school, Knight College. Woo -woo. A little sad, they've transitioned. But um, no, that's when I started learning mm. more about Christ's nature, wow. encountering God more, but I still wouldn't say that's when God became Lord over my life. So what was like the year span? So you were in high school, you mm -hmm. were a junior, senior, and then you got to like, what was that span between that prayer and then college? Okay. So about from freshman year to when I was 18. So from 14 to college, I graduated college 22 from 14 to 22. I went from being saved, having intimate moments with Christ, to actually making Christ my Lord. Yeah. So okay. I still partied in college. I still did things that, 
you know, it's not ideal for a Christian to do, just not because God wants to be controlling, yeah. but for his overall protection. Mm-hmm. So in college, I experienced many more moves of God. It's powerful to say to be at a whole campus full of believers and amazing young people on fire, yeah. but it's different when you really surrender to him as Lord over your life. Exactly. So after graduating, so now 24, now I did undergrad, did graduate school. Yeah. I had my first life teaching lesson where I couldn't find my first big girl job right away. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all these credentials and you that. think it's going to happen for you right away. It didn't. Well, so go to college. I was working. I had my foot in the door in a marketing agency. Yeah. I was working as a receptionist. And, you know, receptionist jobs, you're either really busy or really bored. So I had hours of free time, right? Yeah. What did I do in that time? God set that up so that I would go through the New Testament for myself. Wow. Okay. Yes. I'm not going to get into why I kind of picked up the Bible after all these years from getting saved at nine to finally reading the Bible for myself. Maybe I can get into detail later, but God would just so have it that that was the first time I really read the word in a version I could actually understand. Don't get mm-hmm. you a King James, get a version you can actually understand. I read the NLT, New Living's translation yeah mm-hmm. and just going through that it just gradually happened wow. i really understood his love for me it's like a new level of like seeing how like christ's character is mm-hmm. it makes you fall in love with him more it makes you understand his it ways does. more Amen. and it's not like you're living in fear of i don't want to sin but out of the love that you've yes. grown thank you lord after studying his word he now is Lord over my life because I have these references. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I talked a lot about my journey. I'm so excited to know about your journey coming today. Let me see, like, where do I start? Where do I start? Okay, so same. Mm -hmm. Not, I wasn't raised Nigerian, you know, because, you know, (laughs) we're not not a Nigerian. I'm just um, African-American, Black American. Still flawless. Yes, you know, still, you know, grew up in Alabama. So, like, my story is a little bit different. It's the same in that, you know, I was raised in a Christian household, Mm -hmm. you know, my, my mom took us to church all the time. I used to fall asleep, though, because it was boring at the time. I was a little girl, and, like, I think I liked praise and worship, so I was like, you know, I would be awake for that part, but, like, when the preacher would get up there and start speaking, like, I'm slumped on the pews. So, you know, I really didn't have a relationship with God for myself, okay. but I never questioned his existence. You know, some people are like, you know, is God real? Is he really out there? Like, I knew he was real. Like, I could, from my young, I guess, mind, I could tell, like, you know, no, there is a God. And, like, the, the God that we're serving is the one, right? The way, the truth, and the life. But I just didn't really know much about him, how to engage, how to interact, or do anything like that. So, fast forward. Um, I would say through, like, high school, I was just, like, trying to do my own thing. Like, I always felt like a very... What is the word I'm looking for? Like a presence. I always felt like hit like God around me. I don't really know how to explain. Like I didn't really have the words then to describe, you know, what that was. But I knew he was watching me and I knew he was like pulling me. Like I felt like that little small voice. I felt like a presence telling me, hey, why don't you, you know, get to know God a little bit more? Why don't you read your Bible? Why don't you not do this, not do that? You this know, is high school. Yeah, this already is like, speaking yeah, like me. him already. Like I just kept feeling like these different promptings, mm-hmm. but like 
it reminds me of the story of uh, Jacob and Esau. Okay. You know, I felt like I was despising the fact that I could hear God. Mm. You know, I didn't want to hear him because I wanted to do my own thing. You know, it's like, uh, what's that saying? It's like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. You know, and if you're ignorant of something, you're not held accountable for Mm -hmm. it. So I didn't want to hear, you know, right from wrong. I didn't want to hear anything he had to say. Like, I just wanted to do me, whatever that looks like for a high school person. So, you know, I, I heard it over those years, kind of ignored it. Um, and then fast forward, I got to college. I was like a sophomore, um, I think in college. And I was like um, ending a, like a really like long relationship. Okay. And that was really painful for me because, you know, in that relationship was like my everything. It was like first love. You know, we thought we were going to get married. It was yeah. like all these things that I had betted on that. So um, it ended and I was just kind of dealing. I think I was like around 19. Okay. I was dealing with like just those pieces. Like I can't believe something that I really put my all into did not work. And at that point, you know, that same pooling was there like, hey, you know, I'm here. So then I kind of like, cause my plan, like pause it, let's put a pin in there. My plan also was to go to college y'all and just do what I wanted to do. Like yeah. that's <laughs> like, I just wanted to be out partying, drinking, hanging out late, Going, I would go to class though. I wasn't going to push it to the limit of not going to class. Like we I was, still made those. Grades. Yeah, we still yeah. made the good grades. You know what I'm saying? So that was my my plan. My ultimate goal, you know, was to go to college and just do whatever I wanted. Um, but at this point, I'm brokenhearted, and I was like, okay, God, let me really give this a shot. So I remember one night I was in my dorm room. And I'm like looking at the Bible and I'm just praying to the Lord. I'm like, hey, God, you know, I need this word to come alive. Like I need this word to really encounter my heart. Like I can't just follow this faith, like this Christian walk, this Christian faith and me not have a relationship with you. I'm not going to do it. And I told him, like, make this word come alive, you know, please, so that I I can follow you with everything that I have. Like, I was never interested with church attendance okay. and just, like, checking off of a box. Like, right. oh, I went. What's the point of that? Mm. If you're not encountering Christ, if he's if you're not having a relationship with him, what's the point? What's the reason? What is the reason? <laughs> so I told the Lord that, and, you know, it's been history ever since. Like, he really open himself up to me in a way that is unrefutably am I saying unrefutable yeah unrefutable it's gonna be real today it's a real word today I think it's real <laughs> yeah word. let's just let's just add it to our dictionary campaign yeah. dictionary but I couldn't deny that he was speaking to me I couldn't deny that he had been drawing me for years and that you know he was an ever-present help and he really helped me heal and understand why that uh, relationship had to end the way that it did because I was basing all my identity and myself um, and, and like who I was in that you know relationship. So I learned a lot uh, from my, my walk and I think like you know from there on out there's a lot of wisdom that I gained, you know. Um, Would you say after that real encounter, there's a lot actually I want to download and say, but after okay. that encounter, he, Christ was then instantly Lord over your life. Or like still more? So great question. Um, I feel like I struggled for years because I didn't know what that meant okay. for him to be Lord. You know, I wasn't really living ta- for God. Yeah, I wasn't really taught safe. for that. Like I was taught like we should believe in God mm-hmm. and, you know, we should follow him. Yeah. But I didn't really understand about like repentance and like, hey, the reason that you shouldn't do these things or you should consult God because he's Lord. There's a difference between God being your savior right. and being your Lord. So when I um 
accepted him when I was like 19 for myself, he was my savior. And then over the course of years, he began to teach me how um, to allow him to be Lord. How to, yeah, Lord over, and it it was like categories, because sometimes you can let God be Lord over, like, okay, Lord, I'll let you be Lord over my time, my schedule, or I'll let you be Lord over, you know, my hobbies and my to-dos, but like when it comes to, yeah, the finances (laughs) or the relationships, okay, no, I'm Lord, I got that category, you know, we'll check in, but I can do that. So I feel like over the course of like years, he taught me how to give him over more and more and more. So definitely that was a great question. Wasn't like Mm -hmm. an instantaneous thing. Um, It was like a progressing over time thing. Yeah. Another thing that's really cool about your story and then like hearing myself talk about my stories, there's this theme of like, we get to a place where we're so desperate for a real, I love how you said make the word come alive. And for me in the bathroom stall, Mm -hmm. I like needed a physical hug from Jesus Mm. and it's so crazy in the moments where we either put our expectation in a relationship or later when I put my my expectations in success Mm -hmm. get all these grades go to this grad school I should get a job right away sometimes God uses those false expectations to Mm -hmm. bring us back to him yeah exactly and I feel like that's a really good like wisdom Mm -hmm. tip that you just share right now that you like you can learn over your your course or your journey with God. Like there are different things that he'll have you go through, our experiences, you know? And like for me, I think the wisdom tip that I've learned from my journey is just to like not worry. Like there's nothing that we really need to be worried about. Like I'm thinking about high school me, college me, worrying about things like, oh, how is this going to work out? It worked out. It always works out. And the word says, like, the steps of a righteous person, a man, are ordered by the Lord. And as long as you're in alignment with him, letting him be Lord. Now, we talked the difference between Savior and Lord. Letting him be Lord, you can have an assurance that everything will work towards your good. And I think that's something that he's teaching me. You know, he taught me then, and he's continuing to teach me. Like, no matter what's going on, if you're in good standing with me, in alignment with me, all these things that you see are going to work towards your good so i would say kind of that's like my wisdom tip what would you say like to the people that will watch this later yeah Yeah. girl i would say like i said earlier i can explain later why it took me so long to get into my word but now that i'm in my word Mm -hmm. humbly building my own routine of just keeping it simple yeah uh, meditate in the morning at night Uh, i was telling you the other day like after going through the book of genesis I understand the power behind God being the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And simply, the wisdom God has taught me through my journey to current is that he is the same. The same God that is with you in your success. Yeah. He's the same God that is with you in your darkness. Mm -hmm. A lot of um, times I grew closer to God in the waiting. Mm, um, that's good. Nervous about what my next move would be. Health, yeah. that's another huge part of my life that I don't feel led to go in much detail today. Okay. But anytime, everyone's different. Some people go through things and they um, kind of turn off God. Just my love language and journey with God is he's the same. The one who brought you from this sickness or, or this situation is the same God that brought the Israelites out of Egypt. Yeah. It's just powerful knowing that he's the same today and can do miracles in our life today. Amen. He's the same today, tomorrow, and forever. So this uh, was such a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Cam and Pam show podcast. where we talk about- Are we a show or a podcast or both? And what's the difference? 
So the show is like, you know what, you prophesying. This podcast is going to end up on TV. That's what she's basically saying. I didn't know that. But yeah, okay, show slash podcast. We love you guys so much. And until our next episode, bye.